0: Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements as well as the learning objectives.
1: This is CME on ReachMD. I'm Dr. Michael Thorpe. Here with me today is Dr. Cleet Kishida. Now, oxabates are the primary pharmacological agent that's used to treat the symptoms of narcolepsy, the excessive daytime sleepiness, the cataplexy, and the disturbed nocturnal sleep. There have been questions that have arisen about the sodium intake with sodium oxabate. Two of the formulations do have sodium with them, and it's quite a high amount of sodium, up to 1,600 milligrams with the highest dose. And the third formulation is a formulation that has low sodium content. So, Cleek, can you tell us a little bit about the sodium content of the oxabate? And also, what is the potential for
2: cardiovascular risk in patients with narcolepsy? Absolutely, Michael. So, interestingly, researchers have been studying sodium oxabate for narcolepsy about 20 years ago. And in the course of looking at this research, what we found was there's about nine studies and two publications that have focused on post-marketing surveillance of sodium oxabate. And when you look at these data, it is quite striking that for sodium oxybate, it really is not directly linked in adults to cardiovascular risk. So for most people, the sodium and sodium oxabate should not be a cause of concern for those that are taking it for narcolepsy in terms of cardiovascular risk. So they don't necessarily need to change their sodium oxabate medication just because of the sodium content. But you know, one thing to keep in mind is there's certain populations where we have to be a little more cognizant of their sodium content. And those include individuals that have a high blood pressure, for instance, also those with heart failure, and those with kidney disease. So in patients who have narcolepsy that overlap with those medical conditions, those would be the type of patients that you might consider, you know, whether or not you should switch them to a low-sodium preparation. But the best thing to do is obviously evaluate each patient very carefully and use a little bit of shared decision-making when deciding the best course of treatment for these patients. And it's important to note that there hasn't been really any head-to-head comparisons, for instance, for... Zywave versus xyrum as to the differences in cardiovascular risk. So just because xywave has less sodium, it can't be unequivocally stated that there is a reduced cardiovascular risk.
1: So Cleve, what you have indicated is that although some of these agents do have extra sodium, we really don't have any data indicating that that sodium has any deleterious effect in the patients with narcolepsy. However, if patients do have some of those risk factors that you mentioned, the cardiovascular problems, the renal problems, then certainly it makes sense to use a low sodium formulation. However, not everyone can take the low sodium formulation. There are benefits to the others. There are people, for example, who have Hox disease with low blood pressure, and then the sodium oxidate actually has some advantage. And of course, there are some patients who can't take the medication twice at night. So the advantage of taking once nightly is a big plus for them if they can't take a second dose. And because, as you have indicated, the risk for heart disease exacerbation by these medications is really very low. And in fact, we don't have any data to show that it does exacerbate heart disease in patients. Well, this was a brief but great discussion. Unfortunately, our time is up. So thank you for listening.
0: You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Prova Education and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com Prova. Thank you for listening.